And to be back, isn't it funny though? Like, you know, we did a lot of stuff here. We did Canadian New Thought, we did lots of services here. And I find it's like, it's playing a funny thing in my head because it's almost like no time is gone. And yet we know darn well, two years to the day since we last met in person. So it's like, whew, it's messed my head for sure. Um, so much is on my mind of late. There are uh, lots of changes going on. I hope uh, that you will uh, get your membership in and be in attendance on Zoom at our annual general meeting at the end of the month on the uh, March the 27th. Um, we are also having the completion of the sale of our Pandozi Peace Centre that has served as our classroom and our office space for the last 21 years. Additionally, I think most of you probably know by now that I've shared that I've started planning for my retirement and how that all unfolds and there will be more to come on that. You know, when that word comes out of my mouth, I'm like, Who, who's, who's retired? I'm not old enough to retire. Could I be? I'm, I know I really am, but uh, it's a, that's a funny thing too. Seasoned, yes, very well seasoned for sure. Um, uh, but yes, there'll be more about the whole retirement thing that comes. And what I want to let you know is securing the next senior minister for our beloved center is a community-led experience. And so as a collective, we're going to work together to get somebody who is the perfect match uh, for our community, for our culture, and for our, our values. So stay tuned for more on that as well. So a few endings, and I hear tell that the uh, pandemic is coming to an end as well. So that for sure is an ending worth celebrating in my books. Um, so all things kind of around me anyway, and maybe some for you too, are pointing to the end of one and several eras and which lead to the beginning of the next. And what I want to talk mostly about today is the ending side of things. And I'm calling them honorable closures or conscious completions. And these are mindful ways of tending to whatever might be ending in any of our lives so that we can live better in the now and not be losing precious energy to maybe some unfinished business from the past. Um, when we complete with awareness and gratitude, we're really much more freed up to move on to the next beginning with a clean and fresh energy. Our founder, Dr. Ernest Holmes, says it like this. He says, Are you, like all the rest of us, carrying a lot into today that you want to let go of? If so, it's up to you to rearrange your thoughts about yesterday so that there won't be any fear or hurt carried over into today. So I have a friend who was deeply engaged in the work of Angelus Arian back in the maybe 80s, maybe 90s. Anybody heard of her? Yes, oh good. Jeanette, yay. <laughs> um, and so she was very um, big into this idea of honorable closure. And so a friend and I were talking a couple weeks ago now about all these endings that I'm going through. And she said, Deb, what great opportunities to practice, practice, practice that idea of conscious closure. And I really love that term, whether it's on honorable closure. And it got me thinking about endings and how... Um, 
you know, we might not give the endings of some of the things that we go through, endings of relationships, endings of homes, endings of jobs, whatever that might be, really the honor and the awareness that we might give them. I read someplace it's kind of like putting a punctuation mark into that so you don't get a run-on sentence. Done. Start. Um, and so I think in our world, too, and maybe especially in, in new thought, you know, we really love our beginnings. There's a lot of energy, and it's fresh, and it's new, it's full of potential, it's full of possibility and all hope. But I'm not sure about you, but I can personally think of a couple of endings that just kind of seemingly faded away. You know, it's like something was here, and then it, it just wasn't anymore. And sometimes, for sure, I think our endings are definitely filled with a sense of accomplishment and that idea of a job well done. But sometimes when things are over, there can be kind of a lingering sense of sometimes loss or sorrow. You know, maybe that idea of, oh, what could have been? And they can be especially hard, I think, when they're about the loss of a person through transition, you know, or whatever that experience might be. And what I learned about reading about this a little bit is that unfinished business, that dangling participle from our sentence, can tend to create a stuck energy. And when our energy is stuck or attached to something that is over and behind us, it is definitely harder to work, work, move forward into our next so do you ever know anybody who, you know, was maybe in a relationship that just didn't work, who was still filled with, you know, resentment and acrimony, um, who just doesn't seem to be able to move on and find that right next person? Or somebody who can't quite let go of a work situation, who's finding it hard to find their next creative self-expression? Some of us, for sure. And so I think this idea of honorable closure can help us consciously use those endings as healthy springboards into our next. And it can really be helpful to close one door so that we can be wide open to what next wants to come through us. And so besides offering sort of that idea of emotional closure, conscious endings also give us the opportunity to, with a lot of awareness, bring gratitude to what has ended and to identify what we've gained and what we've learned through whatever um, that ending is. And so in addition to those other completions that I mentioned earlier, in the last three years, I've also I've lost my dad, I lost my younger brother, um, Ken retired, which is apparently one of the top losses that a couple can go through. And again, you know, the pandemic totally changed each of our lives and it's changed our community as well, our, our CSLK community, greatly. And I really found myself struggling. And my, my friends knew it was grief. I think I was personally kind of in denial about it. But I knew that something was heavy, something was dragging on me. And I definitely got that I needed some kind of directed support to move through it. And so through the benevolence of the universe, I noticed that one of the uh, Centers for Spiritual Living Ministers was offering a grief recovery course on Zoom. So I signed up, and it was all about deliberately creating a conscious ending for every one of the losses that anybody brought to the group. And I found, as I did my work, that that energy moved out of being just so heavy and stuck on me. And 
through the work was lovingly released from my heart and my mind. And not forgotten, for sure, but really surrendered back. And in this course, particularly, uh, the conscious ending process was um, done by writing a letter of completion um, for every loss. So everything that, you know, I wish I had said, the things I wished they'd said, kind of personal regrets, and again, a whole lot of gratitude. And sometimes, for myself anyway, I became very aware that I just don't do that um, really conscious sense of closure. And I learned it's so important to be able to do whatever it takes to release and to detach from that which is done so that energy can move unobstructed into the next. And so one of the main, main ingredients for this conscious closure is realizing the gratitude, both for the good that came out of it and for what challenged us in this. And there is something, too, about really bringing to conscious awareness the regrets, those, you know, I wish I could have, or if I had to do it over again, all of that sort of unfinished personal business we might have around it. And uh, Angelus Arian says we practice detachment, acceptance, and surrender. There's also a good in this about truly recognizing, you know, the harvest, what came out of this. And when we end cleanly, you know, we can move forward in appreciating what came out of it. So Arian talks a lot about that idea of non-attachment. And I thought this was interesting because sometimes I have an idea that maybe isn't this, but she says non-attachment isn't about being indifferent or not caring, but it's about allowing life and events to unfold without our having to strong-arm them into being what we think they should be. And I'm really, really working on this myself personally. And it's the practice of compassionate acceptance. You know, as simple, but maybe not as easy, as just having trust and faith in, in life itself. She also says that transitions are demanding. I, um, good testimony for that. Um, and this is what she says about change. So you think about change. We're all going through tons of change. I know this. Uh, but change is always about new, middle, and end in some way or shape or form. And she says, transitions are thin places where the membrane between the mundane world and the divine touch each other. And at the thin place, the end has a companion, and that is new possibilities. And so it's important that we are equally present to what is passing and what is emerging. And it's easy to um, maybe not be in sync with that, that season of things if we are in that sense of incompleteness. So I thought, enough talk. You game to try this with me? I've put together a little sort of a, a meditation. I uh, did some research and I found a practice by Laura Devine, who is the co-founder of Integral Coaching Canada. And she says, again, that consciousness of completion celebrates what was good. It favors resolution and peace without skipping over what might have been difficult. So loving attention on the whole experience that we might have gone through. So, I'm going to lead us in a centering, and I'm going to give you some fill-in-the-blanks as we go along. I'll tell you them now, and uh, then we'll work through it as a sort of a, a practice. 
So each person is going to come up with their own uh, personal end. So something that's completing or concluding in your life that you would like to have a conscious end to. And then I'll give you some prompts. So they are, I fondly remember, I miss or mourn, this is what I learned, this is what I appreciate, and this is what I feel. In? Okay. All right. So feel your feet on the floor and just allow your eyes to close. And feel that support of the chair underneath you. And know with me that there is one life and one mind, one benevolent power for good that is for you, that supports you, and that is you and your inner wisdom and love. And so with that love surrounding you, bring gently to mind that thing for you that is coming to an end or that is already over. Or it could be something that was over a while ago, but still feels incomplete. And as you bring that fully forward into your mind, the first is, what is it that you fondly remember about that experience? What were some great things about it? What was the goodness? Now, bring to mind something about that same experience that you miss. What is it that makes you sad or that you mourn about it? Just gently bring it to your mind. And it's okay right here to just feel the feels. And now we move on. What did you learn through this experience? What can you use as you move forward? What did you learn through this experience? Everything has a gift for us. And the next is, what do you really appreciate about the wholeness of having gone through it all? What do you appreciate? What, do you, what is the bottom line good? Now it's over. Now I invite you just to take a breath in, and on the out, say, done. Done. And this is where we kind of check into our feelings on it. And we check in to say, how does it feel to have consciously recognized this ending? Feel the done. Feel the gratitude. Feel the completeness. And one more breath in. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. So this is about mentally, physically, and emotionally registering that something is done. And once we declare it's done, we can let it go. And we can realize as we let it go consciously that we 
don't have to carry it anymore. It doesn't need to be on our back. It doesn't need to be in our energy field. We have attended to it. We have loved it. We have given our thanks for it. It is over, and we can rest in knowing it's done. And this is a practice that you gain more and more benefit from the more you use it, the more you learn to use it on an ongoing basis to do that conscious registering of what is finished. And it gives our feelings, our thoughts, just a place to land in that sense of completeness. And so, in the spirit of truly living this, um, the center has uh, two very conscious closure opportunities for anybody who has had um, an experience at our Pandozi Peace Center. So today, right after our service, Ken and I are going to go right over there for anyone who just wants to come by and reminisce and say goodbye. I know there's some people in the room who had um, very uh, hands-on experiences, even creating that space, and I know lots of you have taken classes classes there. Um, So this is just a no program, very casual. Everybody is welcome. And then on uh, Saturday, March 26 at 10.30, uh, Dr. Nadine Rogers is going to come and walk us through a very conscious ritual of release and of completion. And we want to make sure that everybody has that opportunity to say farewell um, to the building that really it was a teardown that the center bought in 1999 and created this beautiful peace center that, you know, I know the energy that's been imbued in that place will be in those grounds forever and ever. And so when I think about this idea about completing and gratitude, you know, whether it's for a building or a person or an experience, it is a recognition of that value and meaning. And for sure, like that building for our center has been a grounding foundation for us, and we have been so blessed. And in the end, honorable closure for whatever it might be for you, I think too is a practice of respect, just really respecting ourselves and our experience of the gift, really, that life is, that it offers us these um, two sides of all things, right? The new and, and the end. And so I think it's a really valuable activity. It allows us to create meaning out of something that might have been difficult, uh, to gain wisdom, and then to impart those into our future. And we can move all of our feelings and what we've learned into intentions for our kind of our what's next, all those things to come. So I think it's a beautiful practice. And even more, I think all of you are so beautiful for being here. I'm so, so powerfully grateful for this morning and all that took to get us here. And I think we have our Easter service planned for this very time and space um, on the 17th or whenever Easter is. So thank you for being here. I'm so very grateful. Peace and blessings to y'all. And I think we're going to have more music. (laughs) 